Well, welcome to Odds and Ends with Mike Tice, and this is the NFL's 15th weekend of their 100th season. What a great season it's been. Boy, there's some great games this weekend that everybody's going to get a chance to watch. Most of them, the three three good ones are 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Bears, 7 and 6. They're the eighth seed right now. they got to have a lot of things happen to get in, especially they got to go into Green Bay and beat the Packers this week, who are 10-3. and three. They're the second seed in the NFC. Another great game because the Eagles are relevant now that the Cowboys are also 6-7. and seven. They're the ninth seed right now, but that could change with something that went on on Sunday where if they beat the Redskins, who are out, they're at 3-10, and 10, and the Cowboys in the afternoon game lose to the Rams, uh, the Rams are eight and five. They're the seventh seed right now. They're right in the thick of things. The Cowboys six and seven. They're in first place right now, but that's only for right now. Uh, really great contest. Really interesting contest. The Seahawks, who are the fifth seed at ten and three, they travel to uh, Carolina to play the Panthers five and eight. They're reeling a little bit. And uh, I tell you, the night game, Sunday night game, eight twenty Eastern time. The Bills, who are the fifth seed at nine and four, travel to those tough. Tough Pittsburgh Steelers. They're eight and five. They're the sixth seed. Boy, what great games! What two great guests I have. Pat Elfline, the uh, left guard for the nine and four Vikes. They play the Chargers. They go to uh, L.A. and play the Chargers this weekend. Dangerous defense of the Chargers. Rob Moore, the wide receiver coach of the Tennessee Titans. They play at home. They're eight and five against the Texans, who are eight and five and explosive as all get out with quarterback Deshaun Watson and receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Well, I'm looking forward to that game. I'm looking forward to talking to our guests, and we'll be back in a second with more of Odds and Ends. I got the horse right here. The name is Paul Revere. And here's a guy that says if the weather's clear, can do, can do. This guy says the horse can do, if he says the horse can Well, welcome back to Odds and Ends with Mike Tyson. I'm real excited to have an offensive lineman on the show again. Pat Elfline from the Minnesota Vikings, Ohio State's best third-round pick in 2017. He did play center in 2018 after he came back from uh, off-season surgery. Pat, welcome to the show. Got a big game this week. How's it going? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, we're going. We're going to be traveling out to LA, getting out of this blizzard, get some nicer weather, and uh, playing the Chargers. It's going to be it's going to be a challenge for sure. They're you know especially on uh, you know on the offense, they they've got a stout defense, so we're going to have to uh, show up and, and and do what we do. We're come out there with the win. It's not yeah. going to be easy. Yeah, you guys are really having a, an, an explosive year offensively with that zone run game that Rick Dennison and Kubiak have brought in and. Uh, known those guys for a long, long time. Rick Dennison, your offensive line coach, played linebacker in the league. Uh, I played for the yep. Seahawks. He was an enemy of mine for quite a while. Now we are uh, very good friends. But uh, Ohio, yep. Ohio State, uh, let's talk a little bit about Ohio State. They went from 1-2 to two to 1-2. to two. They finished the regular season uh, number two in the rankings. It doesn't matter really, one or two. They got to they gotta win two games and uh, – what, what do you think about uh, Ohio State and how well they've done this year? Very explosive football team. Yeah, Ohio State, they've been uh, a special team this year. Uh, I just think, you know, across the board, if you look at the roster and mm-hmm. the starting lineup, all those guys are, you know, most of them are going to be NFL football players. 
And I think that's just a testament to the culture that's been established there from yeah. from the guys even from before I, when I played there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very historic program, and the, the bar is set extremely high. And the the culture there, it's awesome, and the guys are the guys develop, and the guys on the field right now are fully developed. They're going to be NFL football players, and right now they're playing good football. They are playing, together. Yeah, they are playing good football together. My son was a Badger. We talked about that briefly before we went on air. And, you know, we watched the Big Ten Championship last week and looked, yep. like, looked like the Badgers surprised them a little bit in the beginning, but then a little bit of regrouping at halftime. And Ohio State came out and showed their great explosiveness, uh, explosiveness last week and, and rocked the Badgers right. world in the second half. Well, Yeah, it was a little scary at first. <laughs> yeah, it was. So let's talk about your career a little bit. You won the Remington Award uh, at, coming out of college, which is a very prestigious award. A uh, great player for Nebraska, Remington. He played, uh, had a great career for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, we've crossed paths a couple of times with some charity stuff, but uh, that's quite a tribute to you and quite an honor. But let me let me ask you this: How does it feel uh, to start out your NFL career as a center and then be moved over to guard? Is it easier at guard? Is it? Uh, remember, I'm an old line coach. Uh, is it easier at guard, or is it is it uh, is it easier at center? <laughs> uh, they're just they're both different. Yeah, uh, when yeah. you're at center. You know, you're a center. You have to be the brains of the operation. You have to know the fronts you're going against right. to uh, get everybody on the same page. You also have, you know, you've got the ball between your, between your legs. So you have to make sure that ball gets back to the quarterback. Right, right. Um, but then, you know, guard, you just don't have the ball. You don't have to think as much. But I think there's a little bit more space between you and the defender. Um, you know, there's three techniques in the NFL. Those are some beasts. So yeah. uh, at center, you deal with them sometimes. At guard, you deal with them, dealing with them the whole game. Um, but I've, I, from being that center and now playing guard, I've, I've used my experience from center, knowing knowing the plays and the fronts and the calls and all that, and I'm using that experience to help me out at guard. Um, so I think it's going well for me for transitioning over to the left side. Yeah, I, I do too, and, and I'm a big Vikings fan, I think, as everybody knows out there. I'm having a little trouble hearing you, uh, so... Uh, I was able to to coach two really good centers with the Vikings. Jeff Christie, who actually was a guard when I became the line coach, and then Matt Burke, who was a left ta- yep. was a left tackle at Harvard, and when we moved him to center. So I've been very fortunate to coach a couple pretty damn good Viking, yeah. Viking centers. I, I think uh, the transition from center. To guard, I think you've done quite smoothly in watching you, your front, your your guys' offensive line. And I also think that, and you correct me if I'm wrong, and you could pat yourself on the back, uh, I think you've probably been a really big help to Garrett uh, or Bradbury, who I'm talking about for the fans out there, the rookie center out of NC State. He's done a nice job too, but I'm sure that you've helped yeah. him along the way with some calls and getting guys lined up, getting everybody on the same page. Tell, tell the fans a little bit about maybe that transition and that tutoring that you're you're giving to Garrett yeah so that just the whole topic he just brought up brings me back to when I was a rookie center and had to come in and pretty much take the bull by the horns and there's a lot of guys around you a lot of older veteran players who've been around for a while leaning on you to be correct and, and make the correct calls and all that so I remember I had two former centers playing at guard next to me mm-hmm. and that helped me out so much at center so 
I wanted to be able to do that same thing for Garrett, uh, be able to to help him and, and give him some you know, different tips or if he ever needs any um, little quick pieces of advice, any of that. Um, you know, I'm always there, right there in his ear, ready for it. But he hasn't really needed it. He's done a phenomenal job coming in and taking the bull by the horn, making the calls, really taking ownership in that position. And that's the way you have to do it, being a rookie. You can't go in there timid and scared. You have to go in there, be confident, and, and, and get everyone on the same page. And he's done that. And there's, if there's any times where he needs help, and, you know, I'm right there to give him you know, my piece of experience, too, and, and advice. Well, and, and, and I know that's the case because I was in my career an offensive line coach many, many times over. I do know that it's one of the closest, if not the closest, room on the football team. Guys are brothers. They truly feel like brothers. And uh, that's great to hear you uh, say that about Garrett. Not only that you were, are there to help him, but also that he hasn't need a whole hell of a lot of help. You guys have – Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garrett's doing a phenomenal job with yeah. with all of that. Yeah, you've had Josh Klein, the right guard, has been a little banged up this year. He's back uh, again. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. He's back again. But I think Dakota Dozier, the kid out of Furman, did a nice job uh, filling in for Josh along the way, which is going to give you guys some great depth as you guys push forward through the playoffs. I like your front. Riley watched him, watched him come out of Iowa. Of course, you've had a, a great start to your career. Garrett's had a great start. Josh Klein's a good player. And I think Brian O'Neill, the kid out of Pittsburgh, he's done a nice job for you guys, and he's having a very solid year. So I think the Vikings have a, a very, very good offensive line, one to be reckoned with as they move down uh, down, the, down the road here, getting into the playoffs. But let's talk a little bit about the challenge this week in, in L.A. I almost said San Diego. In L.A., yeah. uh, the Chargers are no slouches. They're number four in total D. They're number four in passing D. But most importantly to me, they're number eighth in scoring D. And uh, uh, tell us a little bit about some of those guys and maybe some of the game wreckers across the line from you, uh, maybe starting with your old teammate Joey Bosa. Yeah, Joey, he's a he's an incredible player. I think he may be um, – you know, just just watching him practice and play all those years in college, and still watching him. I think he's one of the most dynamic football players I've ever seen. Um, there's just he's got an incredible motor. He's got all the moves. He's got all the strengths. Um, he's got the want to. The, he's got the whole package, and it's, he's mm-hmm. he's a very special football player. So we're gonna have to know where he's at all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's also got a good compliment to his pass rush number uh, uh, Mark Ingram. Or, yeah, number fifty four Ingram. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, He's, yeah, Mel, or whatever his name. Yeah, I forget his name. Yeah, Melvin Ingram. Melvin, yeah, Melvin. He's a really good football player, too. Yeah, he's he been is. around for a while. He's got the experience, and he provides that, that compliment, or, you know, they complement each other very well, uh, Bosa and, and Ingram. And then their interior guys aren't aren't a joke either. They're they're pretty loaded across the board. So we're going to have to be on, be on our P's and Q's every play this week. Uh, you know, that's what it's going to take to beat a front like that offensively. Yeah, you got Brandon Meebane, who they picked up, and then, of course, Thomas Davis, the guy, yeah. he's not a kid anymore, yep. 15 years out of Georgia. He's got a hundred. Yep. He's got 102 tackles, 57 solo. 
he's still a force to be reckoned with in there at the linebacker position. Yeah, he is. And uh, yeah, Thomas Davis, he is. He's in there wreaking havoc still, just like he always has been. Yeah. So I, I agree. You guys have a hell of a challenge ahead of you. I think the key to the game, and I don't know what the coach is saying, but the key to the game is you guys are plus five in the turnover differential, and they're minus 10. They're going to give you some extra chances with the football. They can't help themselves. Uh, you know, once you start turning it over, it's hard to change that. So I'm looking forward to you guys having a couple of extra possessions and uh, doing some damage with it. The quarterback's playing. Kirk is playing really good football. Looks like you might get Adam back this week. So, uh, hey, listen, I appreciate you coming on. I know you want to yep. get a little bit of break here. It's Friday. Uh, have a safe travels out west. Kick some ass and get home and get ready for those last two because uh, you know <laughs> you know who you got yeah, coming up. Right. You know who you got coming up yeah. down the road, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. I think you missed no the doubt. I think you missed the last Packer game, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I was I was banged up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, say hey to the guys from me up front. Say hey to Rick. Say hey to Rico from me and. Uh, Safe travels. Yeah, Get a victory for the Vikes, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Thanks for coming on, Pat. All right, thanks, Coach. Talk to you later. All right, bye bye. Well, welcome back to Odds and Ends with Mike Tice, and boy, I'm pretty excited to have on my next guest, wide receiver coach, former. NFL great wide receiver from New York, Rob Moore of the Tennessee Titans. Rob, you got a big game this week. Welcome to the show, and how's your week been going? Yeah, obviously, we've been uh, really preparing hard for this one. You know, it's a, one of those meaningful games you want to be a part of when you get in December. So we've been putting in a lot of work. Yeah, you guys have really done a great job. I believe it's four in a row, starting with the big Kansas City victory. Came out of the bye, been hot, three more wins. Uh, I think you've got a great group that you're coaching. The big difference to me has been the change at quarterback to Ryan Tannehill, uh, 73-plus percent uh, completion, 15 touchdowns, only five interceptions. Tell us a little bit about Ryan Tannehill and what it's meant for the offense and for the team in whole with him at the helm right now. Oh, I think uh... – for the moment he stepped in the huddle, he's done a great job of really commanding the huddle. Does a great job of communicating, you know, with the receivers and tight ends in regards to where he expects them to be in certain concepts and um, what he's looking for uh, in terms of their body language. I mean, he does a, he does a really good job of communicating with these guys, and I think uh, proof's in the pudding. You know, we like you said, we won four in four in a row. You know, guys are being targeted and getting opportunities to make plays. Yeah, and we're we're in that point of the season. As you, you and I talked off the air, meaningful football games. When you're able to play in a meaningful football game on December 15th, which will be Sunday, I believe that makes the whole journey worthwhile. And uh, you guys are getting ready to play in a three meaningful football games down the stretch here, starting with the Houston Texans this week. But let's talk a little bit about your group. I see four guys that are really – uh, getting the bulk of the, the receptions. You've got the kid out of Western Michigan, Corey Davis. He's got 33 catches, 460 yards, and two TDs. you got Adam Humphreys. Don't need to talk about his injuries. We don't do that on this show. 
37, I know he's banged up a little bit, 37 catches, 374 yards. He's got two TDs. Uh, is it Tajay Sharp, the kid from UMass, 17. Yep. Two TDs seems to be the magic number. Until you get to the rookie at Ole Miss, A.J. Brown, 39 catches, 779 yards. He's ran the ball a couple of times, six TDs. Talk a little bit about your group, and especially if you could focus a little bit on the rook, A.J. Brown, who's having a great rookie year. Well, you know, Tajay Sharp is a, you know, he's a guy who, uh, you know, really could do a lot of different things for you. He has to, probably the uh, most versatile guy in the group in regards to being able to play in the slide or mm-hmm. go out on the perimeter. So you go, we, you know, we brought Adam Humphreys in to, you know, to, to really command that slot. He's really done a nice job of that. Got a great feel for it. You know, Corey is, you know, kind of the you know, guy that does a lot of different things for us, you know, and, and you'd love him in the run game, Mike, because, you know, he goes out and digs, he'll dig out a safety and we put him on linebacker. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and he's really uh, prevalent in our in our play action game as well. And then you got, you know, you got Asia, who's a, you know, a young guy who's, who's, you know, still got miles to go in terms of reaching his full potential. But uh, the kid is tough to tackle. He plays well in traffic. He's got really, really strong hands, a natural hand catcher. And, you know, he's exciting after the catch. I think that's really what makes him so special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is special. He's having a he's having a great rookie year. He's off to a great start, but he's also being tutored by one of the NFL's best in my man, Rob Moore. I want to talk a little bit about that Houston Texans secondary. Jonathan Joseph, Roby Conley, who we have some familiarity with, Gibson Sr., uh, three INTs, and Reed Tell the fans a little bit, if you will, about that secondary for the Houston Texans and uh, what challenges they might pose for you guys. Uh, we got a talented group, man. They just added Hargreaves as well from uh, Tampa Bay, so you know that makes them uh, just as just as formidable. You know, I think when you look at them, they're extremely athletic. You got four first round uh, draft picks in that secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, they all run really well. They do a great job of getting their hands on you at the line of scrimmage. So it's going to be a test for us. You know, I think uh, you know anytime uh, you're playing a, a game of this magnitude, uh, you know teams are going to challenge you with the line of scrimmage, and that's and that's uh, that's going to be really the key to this game: how we handle those one-on-one matchups. Yeah, and I'm excited for this one. That's one of the best games on the card on the schedule this week. There's a lot of great games, and this time of the year there are a lot of meaningful football games. You guys have the uh, opportunity to play in one. I'm really looking forward to it. I know it's Friday. You want to get the heck home to the girls. Please give my love to the family. How was Thanksgiving? Was it great? Oh, it was outstanding. Yeah. It was. Especially after you win, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, give my... You know, winning makes a lot of things feel better, that's for sure. You got that right. Well, give my love to the girls. Give my love to your family. Uh, Best of luck. You know, I'll be watching. I'll be rooting, and I'll send you my weekly text. All right. And continue with some great preparation. Say hi to Todd for me, and talk down the road again, huh? Well, we'll do it. Make sure you tell Don and everybody else at a low as well. All right, man. Talk to you later, man. Okay. Talk to you. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Odds and Ends. I'm your host, Mike Tice, and I hope all your teams are winning teams. I hope all your picks are winning picks. Don't forget, if you have any thoughts or comments, you can tweet us at Odds and Ends Pod. That's O-D-D-S, the letter N, E-N-D-S Pod. If you like the show, please subscribe. Then each week when the show comes out, you'll get a notification. And always remember this, I'd rather have a short price than a long face.